have your Bible, please turn there tonight. Because <clears throat> I'm going to need you to follow along with me. I got a lot of reading to do. We're going to be in the whole chapter of 20. I'll give you time to get there. But my heart rejoices on what the Lord is doing and has done. When I was sitting there looking out at the congregation, <clears throat> a thought come across my, my mind about at our homes how we have all kind of containers, cups, bowls, pans, utensils. They all have a purpose. They all have a need. And as I looked, and the, and the congregation's kind of full tonight, it blessed my heart. But sometimes we have to sit there until the Lord has need for us. But just because he don't use us every time doesn't mean he don't have need for us. I just sat there and saw that, how one will pop up over here and one will pop up over there. Because he, he has to be worshipped in spirit and in truth. And this, this church, is, is, is we try to do that. It's not a dictatorship. It's not, well, uh, well the preacher's fixing to preach. The spirit moves, and, and we can respond to that. And that's what God likes. He likes that. It, 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 does, something, it does something to me. Uh, and it's a good thing. I can see it. This morning, two more got birthed into the kingdom of God. You don't hear that much anymore. It don't stir people's heart when you tell them, oh yeah, like yesterday we had two get saved. It don't stir them. Why? Because they don't see that anymore. The churches are dead. It's cold. The, the, the doors of a lot of these big churches are closed tonight. How come? Why? Right. We're going we're gonna to read. We're going to read and we're going to see. And if we ain't careful, it can happen to us. It can happen to us. Satan's just, just steadily throwing attacks on Christianity. I don't know about y'all, but he attacks me all the time. I had to call my pastor last week and ask him to pray for me because... It was just, it was on me. It was unclean. It was no good. It was on me so bad I had to go home before the end of the work day. I had to go home and I just went to bed, went to sleep. That's how bad it was. But you, you can ask Jessica, because she saw it. From the time I, I, I texted my pastor and asked him to pray for me, it started, it started lifting up off of me. And the next day it was gone. Thank God I realized that. There was a day in my life that I wouldn't have realized that. I'd have just been susceptible to it. Because I needed help. Someone was attacking me that was way stronger than me. I needed help. That's what the church is all about. And in today's society, there, there's what's going on is, and I see it everywhere, everywhere, help wanted signs. We need workers out in the world, in the workforce. We need workers. You can't find them. They don't want to work. 
And if they do want to work, they want to make, they want to start out making twenty-five dollars an hour, and they want to come in at ten and go to lunch at twelve, and knock off at two, <laughs> and they want the benefits. And that's the tail wagging the dog. It ain't right. That's spilled over into our church house. Jonathan, 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 let me know I was on the right thing up there. When he was preaching, when, when he asked, well, who is God to us? Who is God to you? I'm going to ask you that question. I don't want you to spout it out, but who is God to you? Who is he? Well, he's my savior, Brother Tiny. That's good. That's real good. You got to respond more back to that. Why do you come to church? Do you come to church just to be seen? Do you come to church to see somebody? Do you come to church because your parents make you? Do you come to church because your spouse makes you? Do you come to church because you you hold a position in the church and you're supposed to be here? Because if it's any of those things, that's the wrong thing. We have an opportunity to worship him each and every time we gather together. And he shows up. The God of glory. He's the head of this church. He's here. He's here every Sunday night when we're home reading our Bible as family together. I say, Lord, thank you for two more good services. It amazes me. It amazes me. The good services we have. Not dead services. Alive services. Just like that that, that was full of food out there today, the spirit is full in here each and every time. And I'll be honest with you. There's times in my life that I come and the table was spread and I didn't get nothing from it. Talking about the flesh now. But he's here. He's here tonight. He is here tonight. He's here all the time. He goes with us everywhere we go. If you're saved and born again, you got the Holy Ghost living inside you, he goes with you. But there's difference when we can come to him. The Sabbath. The Sabbath. He is here. How did you respond to him today? He was here. Did you come this morning and not come tonight? And I'm not preaching to y'all. Maybe this is online. Maybe it's for one of them. I don't know. It's for all of us. To apply it to our hearts and our minds and our souls. We, if you're not here tonight, you missed another opportunity to be in his presence. You want him to go to you why don't you go with him? You, go. you want him to go with you, why don't you go to him? Because he's never moved. Never moved. We heard that, that, we've heard it preach and said before, when me and my wife was dating, she used to sit right beside me. Now she's way over there. <laughs> Sometimes I think because she's way over there because she can't hit me from that distance. But I never moved. And I'm just using that as an example. I'm not saying anything about me 
or her. I'm saying that about us. But as I, as I, as I was meditating upon this, praying upon this, thinking about this, and I thought, this ain't it, this ain't the message, this ain't it. And Jonathan got up and said what he said Saturday up there. That was my confirmation. And it's, it's long and, it, and it's, it's, I, me, myself, wants to try to put it together and I can't put it together. But I'm thankful. I'm thankful to be in his house. I'm thankful to be in his presence. I'm thankful to be in his family. I'm thankful for who he is. Now let us pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, Lord, I come before you just as humble as I know how, asking you, Lord, to, to anoint my lips of clay. Lord, let every word, let every thought, Lord, Lord, it is uttered here today, Lord, be glorified you tonight. Lord, take your word, Lord. Lord, apply it to our hearts, our lives, and our souls, our minds. Lord, and let us just, just bathe in your spirit and in your love. Let it apply down in our heart, Lord, that we won't sin against you. Lord, that we'll be workers because the fields are white to harvest, but the laborers are few. Let us be laborers in these last days, Lord. Let us be laborers for you on our job and in our schoolhouses, Lord, in our, in our towns, in the grocery store, Lord, in America. Let America humble herself. Nobody's saying that today, Lord. And I know you know this. The Democrats is not saying it. The Republicans are not saying it. But what about your people? Lord, help us, Lord, to humble ourselves. Repent, Lord, and turn from my wicked ways, Lord. Lord, because in your word you said you'll hear. You'll hear, Lord. We ask you to hear us tonight. We ask you to help us, guide us, and direct us, and go with us. Lord, we love you, and we thank you. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. So as I was thinking about this and studying this, I made me a little sign. Can y'all see that? You see it on a lot of businesses. Help on it. Help on it. I thought about, hey, man, that'd be neat to put that up out there on the sign outside. Help on it. Apply inside. We need help. Amen? We need one another. That's why my heart's rejoicing tonight on, on how many is here tonight. And, man, all the different vessels that God can use and how he's using and how he's working and how he's drawing and guiding and protecting. <clears throat> and I'm saying this to the glory of God and not to not to to belittle anybody or anything, but to give glory to God. <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna go off brother brother Allen here a minute. Y'all remember when we had them prayer buckets? 
Miss Vicky, do you remember the prayer bucket? She said no. But one night, Miss Vicky was here and her family. And Brother Allen or one of the kids, somebody put her name in the prayer bucket. How many years ago has that been now? Two, three? Stand up, Miss D. Prayers. You can sit down, Miss Vicky. Prayers. Two of her daughters was here that night. They even chuckled because they didn't understand. Their mama got put on the spot to them. But God had a plan. Let me stop right here. If you're not a part and you don't come to Sunday school, you need to come to Sunday school. When they lay me out, whether I'm in a five-gallon bucket or packed into a sardine can, however they lay me out, you remember this. Brother Tiny said, I needed to go to Sunday school. But the, but the teacher got up today and showed in the Word of God how it's no coincidence God's Word. Right down to the date. Right down to the time, God knew Vicky was coming. God put on one of them youngins' heart, or Brother Allen's heart, whoever it was, it don't matter, to pray for Miss Vicky. Years later, today, two of her children got saved. Don't tell me God don't work. Don't tell me that ain't awesome. <laughs> I'll laugh in your face and you get your feelings hurt. <laughs> I tell you, get right and get in the altar. I'll, I'll turn into Brother Tiny in a minute. <clears throat> Got a lot of reading to do. Please follow along. Please read with yourself as we read. And it came to pass in the seventh year, in the fifth month, the tenth day of the month, that certain of the elders of Israel came to inquire the Lord and sat before me. Now this is, the, this is the, the, the preacher talking here. Then came the word of the Lord unto me, saying, Son of man, speak unto the elders of Israel, and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, Are ye come to inquire me? There's a question mark right there. That's what he's telling the man of God to say to the elders of the church. Are ye come to inquire me? As I live, saith the Lord God, I will not be inquired of by you. He's God. He can say that when he says it is true. Wilt thou judge them, son of man? Wilt thou judge them? Cause them to know the abominations of their fathers. He's talking about their fathers now. And say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, In the day when I chose Israel and lifted up my hand unto the seed of the house of Jacob and made myself known unto them in the land of Egypt, and Egypt here is a representation of the world, when I lifted up my hand unto them, saying, I am the Lord your God. And Lord is all capitalized. 
In that day that I lifted up my hand unto them to bring them forth of the land of Egypt, out of the world, into a land that I have espied for them, flowing with milk and honey, which is the glory of all lands. Then said I unto them, Cast ye away every man the abomination, with an S, of his eyes, and defile not yourselves with the idols of Egypt, there again, the world. I am the Lord your God. So here it is. He's telling the man of God to tell the elders this. I'm going to read that again, verse number 7. Then said I unto them, Cast ye away every man the abominations of his eyes. There's abominations out there everywhere. You can't, with, with, with sight, you cannot not see the abominations. Defile not yourselves with the idols, with the idols of Egypt. What, 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 what desires you have down in your heart, where your treasure is. That's where your heart is, is where your treasure is. What treasure are you looking for? Verse number 8, listen. But they rebelled against me and would not hearken unto me. They did not every man cast away the abomination in their eyes, neither did they forsake the idols of Egypt. Then I said, I will pour out my fury upon them to accomplish my anger against them in the midst of the land of Egypt. But I wrought for my name's sake that it should not be polluted before the heathen among whom they were in whose sight I made myself known unto them in bringing them forth out of the land of Egypt. Wherefore, I caused them to go forth out of the land of Egypt and brought them into the wilderness. So here it is. They, they cried for God. They begged God to get them out of the bondages of Egypt. And, and, and he's done that. But down in their heart, they still had stuff that Egypt had. Verse number 11, And I gave them my statutes and shewed them my judgments, which if a man do, he shall even live in them. Moreover, also I gave them my Sabbaths to be a sign between me and them, and they might know that I am the Lord that sanctified them. But the house of Israel rebelled against me in the wilderness, they walk not in my statutes, and they despise my judgments, which if a man do, he shall even live in them. In my Sabbath, they greatly polluted. And then I said, I will pour out my fury upon them in the wilderness to consume them. But I wrought for my name's sake that it should not be polluted before the heathen in whose sight I brought them out. Yet also I lifted up my hand unto them in the wilderness that I would not bring them into the land which I had given them, flowing with milk and honey, which is the glory of all lands, because they despised my judgments and walked not in my statutes, but polluted my Sabbaths, for their hearts went after their idols." What idols do we have? 
just going to stop here for just a moment. What do we go after? What becomes more important? And, and, and as I read on, I'm going to, and I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I'm going to, I'm going to let you know about Brother Tiny and what Brother Tiny done. And it cost me, like I said, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I was passing my children through the fire. Verse number 18. But I said unto their children in the wilderness, Walk ye not in the statutes of your father, neither observe their judgments, nor defile yourselves with their idols. I am the Lord your God, walk in my statute, keep my judgments, and do them, and hallow my Sabbaths. And they shall be a sign between me and you, that ye may know that I am the Lord your God. Listen, notwithstanding the children rebelled against me, they walked not in my statutes, neither kept my judgments to do them, which if a man do, he shall even live in them. They polluted my Sabbaths. Then I said, I would pour out my fury upon them to accomplish my anger against them in the wilderness. Our church houses were, were polluting the Sabbath. God, God created the heavens and the earth and all it was and in six days and on the seventh day he rested. He hallowed it. But now we've we, we become too busy. We've become, we become and, and getting to me, well, I work all the time. I work all the time. I work 60 to 80 hours a week. I never got time to be a, a daddy. I never got time to be a husband. So I'll just buy their way. I'll just, we'll go on trips and we'll get a camper and we'll go camping and we'll get us a pontoon boat and we'll go on the lake. And at first, at first I hunted all the time and my wife complained about that and so I stopped that for her. So what did I fill it up with? Well, through the outreach of softball, I started going to church. Satan got into that because of wanting to win and pride and just going to play ball, going for the wrong reasons. So I got into that. And, and then every holiday weekend, Labor Day, Memorial Day, every day that was on a Monday, we'd take off and we'd go to the mountains, we'd go to the beach, we'd go here, we'd go there. My, my children's passing through that fire. I'm thinking I'm doing good. I'm, I'm being a good husband. I ain't drinking. I ain't cheating. I ain't doing drugs. I ain't, I ain't doing this. I ain't doing that. I'm doing, I'm, I'm an American dad. I, I work hard by the sweat of my brow from the curse from Genesis. And God's just wanting me to have a relationship with him. I will tell you here tonight, men, that you are to be the spiritual leader of your home. Not the dictator. Not the ramrod, not the cowboy. You take the bullet first. You read the word of God first. It's sharp. It'll trim you up. It, it'll direct you. It'll guide you. 
And when you get it and you start living it, you won't have to say anything to your wife. You won't have to say anything to your kids. They'll see a difference in that of your life. You are the one. Mama, you need to get in there behind him. Not over him. Not controlling him. Two is one. You, 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 take, you cleave to your wife and, and y'all become one. A male and a female. A male and a female is the way God set it up. Because if you go any other way, you go in the way of Egypt, you go in the way of the world, you go in the way of idols. And I, I'm, I'm being, trying to be sweet. I ain't trying to be mean. I ain't trying to be mean. Y'all know, know my family. I ain't trying to be mean. Mm-mm. But we got to take and apply it to our hearts and our lives. That's the way God has set it up. Verse number 22. Nevertheless, I drew my hand and wrought for my name's sake that it should not be polluted in the sight of the heathen in whose sight I brought them forth. I lifted up my hand unto them also in the wilderness. Listen. That I would scatter them among the heathens and disperse them through the countries because they had not executed my judgment they had despised my statutes and had polluted my Sabbath and their eyes were after their father's idols he dispersed them he scattered them how many have we seen how many have we seen that's been scattered that used to be here and on fire for the Lord. Here and on fire for the Lord. Now they're scattered. You see them out and, and you meet them out and you love them. It breaks your heart. They think you're pompous and, and uh, self-righteous. That's what they think because that's what Satan's telling them. But it just breaks your heart. So many good people. I thought about that this week as I was praying, studying. So many good people is going to die and go to hell. So many good people, he's going to say, depart from me, you work of iniquity. So many good people. And you need to understand this. Hell was created for Satan and his angels. You'll go as an intruder. Good people. I work with some good people. Good people. You'd like them one day and you'd hate them the next, but they're good people. Because they'll just rub you the wrong way wanting to see your reaction. Because they're longing. They're longing for these things. Good people's going to die and go to hell while the Christians sit comfortably on their pews. He scattered them. He dispersed them. And when he does that, he, he's, not, he's not letting the enemy that he brought them out of see that and know what's going on. Because he's God. He can do what he wants to. 
Verse 24 again, because they had not executed, they had not executed my judgments. They had despised my statutes and polluted my Sabbath, and their eyes were after their father's idols. Do you despise the word of God? Do you despise when the man of God, men of God, get up and preach the word of God with power and conviction and it? You think they're judging? You think they're throwing rocks? You need to be careful right there, my friend. You need to be careful. Does your parents, does your spouse, your loved one has to force you to come to church? Prod you a little bit? I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. I've said this one time's enough. I'm not saying that pridefully. I'm saying that with rejection. Passing my children and my family through the fire. Once is enough. One time a week. One time a day. I went this morning. What they want. Brother Tiny, you yell at me. 25, wherefore I gave them also statutes that were not good. Listen to how God's judgment. Wherefore I gave them also statutes that were not good. And judgments whereby they should not live. He'll turn you over to a reprobate. He'll let you go. God's a gentleman. He's not going to force you to do anything. It's a free will. Whosoever, it's a free will. But you've been bought with a price, my friend. Verse 26, and I polluted them in their own gifts in that they caused to pass through the fire, listen, all that opened the, the womb, that I might make them desolate to the end that they might know that I am the Lord. That's God's judgment. He can give you statutes that are no good. He'll let you go on your own way. But it'll be desolate. But I got good news. It gets better. Amen. Praise God. Stay with me. Stay with me. I'm not trying to kill the spirit. Therefore, son of man, speak unto the house of Israel and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, Yet in this your fathers have blasphemed me, in that they have committed a trespass against me. For when I have brought them into the land, for which I lifted up my hand to give it to them, then they saw every high hill and all the thick trees and they offered there their sacrifices and there they presented the provocation of their offering. There also they made their sweet savors and poured out their drink offerings. Then I said unto them, What is the high place whereinto you go? And the name thereof is called Bama unto this day. Wherefore, say unto the house of Israel, Thus saith the Lord God, Are ye polluted after the manner of your fathers, and committed ye whoredoms after their abominations? For when ye offer your gifts, when ye make your sons to pass through the fire, ye pollute yourselves with all your idols, even unto this day. And shall I be inquired of by you, O house of Israel? As I live, saith the Lord God, I will not be inquired of. 
by you. Oh, to hear those words. Lord, Lord, we prophesy in thy name. We cast out devils in thy name. We've done many good works. Depart from me, ye work of iniquity, for I never knew you. 32, and that which cometh into your mind shall not be at all that ye say we will be as the heathen, as the families of the countries to serve wood and stone. As I live, saith the Lord God, surely with a mighty hand, with a stretched out arm, and with fury poured out, will I rule over you. I will bring you out from the people, and will gather you out of the countries wherein you are scattered, with a mighty hand and with a stretched out arm and with fury poured out, I will bring you into the wilderness of the people. And there will I plead with you face to face. God pleads with us here at Calvary every week face to face. Face to face. I don't have to give an account for my wife. I don't have to give an account for you, my friend. I got to give an account for me because God is here. I am in his presence. His word goes out. And he pleads with me face to face to come, to come, to repent. And it's what I do with that. Like as I pleaded with your fathers in the wilderness of the land of Egypt, so will I plead with you, saith the Lord God. I will cause you to pass under the rod. I will bring you into the bond of the covenant. I will purge out from you among you the rebels. There again, we've seen that. In them that trespass against me, I will bring them forth out of the country where they sojourn, and, I shall, and they shall not enter into the land of Israel, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. As for you, O house of Israel, Thus saith the Lord God, Go ye, serve ye every one his idols. And hereafter also, if ye will not hearken unto me, but pollute ye my holy name no more with your gifts <clears throat> and with your idols. Stop playing. Stop playing. God knows your heart. For in my holy mountain, in the mountains of the height of Israel, saith the Lord God, there shall all the house of Israel and all them in the land serve me. There will I accept them. And there will I require your offerings and the first fruits of your ob oblations with all your holy things. I will accept you with your sweet savor when I bring you out from the people and gather you out of the countries wherein ye have been scattered. And I will be sanctified in you before the heathens. And you shall know that I am the Lord when I shall bring you into the land of Israel, into the country for which I lifted up my hand to give to your fathers. And Brother Tracy preached a week or so back about he's going to bring them home. He's going to gather them in. There's, there's going to be a, there's going to be people coming back and thank God for that <clears throat> 43 and there shall ye remember your ways and your doings wherein ye have been 
defiled, and ye shall loathe yourselves in your own sight for all your evils that you have committed. And ye shall know that I am the Lord when I have wrought with you for my name's sake, not according to your wicked ways, nor according to your corrupt doings, O ye house of Israel, saith the Lord. And right there, right there is where Brother Tiny was and is. You hear me and Miss Linda get up and testify, and it's loathsome. It's sorrowful for the way we've lived and what we've done in the sight of God. It, 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 we, we, we've been out in that world. We, we left the church. We left God. But God in his mercy brought us back in. Verse number 45. More, moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, set thy face towards the south, and drop thy word towards the south, and prophesy against the forest of the south field, and say to the forest of the south, Hear the word of the Lord, thus saith the Lord God. Behold, I will kindle a fire in thee, and it shall devour every green tree in thee, every dry tree, the flaming flame, shall not be quenched, and all faces from the south to the north shall be burned therein, and all flesh shall see that I, the Lord, have kindled it. It shall not be quenched. Then said I, O oh, Lord God, they say of me, doeth he not speak parables? The man of God gets alone with God, seeks God's face, seeks God's will. We have to get up and present it the way God give it to us. And what do we as the congregation, we as the Christians, we as the family of God, what do we do? We think he's throwing stones again. We think he's speaking parables. Well, that wasn't true. This Bible is true. From end to beginning to amen, it is true. It's, it's, it's not fiction. It's not made up. These are real things that happen. These are real people. Uh, me and Brother Darrell were sitting up there, and he talked about when he was in the military. He went to Crete. He went to that. All these places we read about because it's real. The disciples are real. These prophets are real. You and I are real. But what are we doing? We've been bought with a price. We're no longer our own. We owe everything we got to the Lord. Everything. So, like I was telling y'all, help on it. Full-time help on it. 24-hour Christian. 724-365 Christians. What we do. I, I, I can help you. I can help you carry the load. I can pray for you. But I can't, I can't do it for you. You can't do it for me. But if I do my part, 
if I'm full-time, we need some Christians that's full-time in, in attendance. We need some full-time attendance Christians. We need some full-time prayer warriors. Full-time, full-time. I wrote down a few full-time Bible studiers. We need some full-time Bible studiers. If you just come and you get what the Sunday school teachers teach you, you get what the preachers preach to you, it ain't enough. You're, you're deficient of the things that you need. If you don't get enough calories, enough proteins, enough carbs, enough vitamins, you'll be deprived. If you don't get enough oxygen, you'll die. If you don't get enough of the Word of God and the study of God and the aloneness with God and the prayer with God, you will wither up. You're susceptible to be overtaken by the enemy. You've got to be a full-time Christian. There's help wanted in the church. We need to fulfill those positions. We need full-time in communication, communicating with one another. Slow to speak, slow to anger, slow to wrath, but communication with one another. Fellowship. We need some full-time fellowship. If you missed it up here yesterday, you missed out a good full-time fellowship. It was great, man. The kids play. I want to tell you how God works. They got a little grassy area that's uncovered, and then they got the pavilion that's covered. The protection of God. When God puts out his arm and gathers her brood. But it, the kids got through playing, and as soon as they got through playing, it started raining. What did we do? We run under the pavilion. That's all he wants us to do. Little things that we miss. Full-time holiness. Godliness. The way we dress, the way we talk, the way we act. We need some full-time Christians for that. Outreach. We need some full-time outreach. Family and friend day, in action, you saw outreach. We invited more people than we do on a weekly basis. And we got better results, didn't we? Family and friend day. We're having family and friend day. And that word went out. Reverencing the house of God. Reverencing the house of God. And I'm going to try to be gentle here. But when, 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 when the singing's over, you don't need to be getting up and going to the bathroom unless you just got a medical issue where you take pills or something, whatever. Don't get up and go get water. I'm being nice. Why? Because it's so important, the preaching of the Word of God. It's so important. The altar call. When the altar's call is, is being presented and God's doing the, the surgery, God's intensely, we don't need to be up walking around. We don't need to be talking to one another. We don't need to be trying to figure out what, what, what we're going to do later on. Reverence, reverence. 
reverence. We don't need to be on our cell phones. We don't need to be talking while preaching is going on. Full-time reverence. Here's, a, here's another one. We need full-time not giving up and not falling away. And the way you do that, them others have to come in place. Your prayer time, your Bible study. Because Satan will come in and try to get me and Brother Allen against me and Brother Allen. Or me and Brother Troy against me and Brother Troy. Because whatever. I'm telling you, whatever. Whatever. And last but not least, we need full-time Christians that will get off their throne and let God get on the throne. And if you are, and God is on the throne, don't you want to take his place? Thank God that we're not God. We're flesh. We're, we're, we're below the angels, and the angels is not God. God is God. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, these three are in one. Three separate entities. Jesus Christ sat down on the right hand of the Father. You can't do that if you're one. It's three. But all three, 100% God. So, as we close, whoever's going to play the piano will ask them to start making their way around. I just ask you, I ask you to ask yourself, Search yourself. Children, search yourselves, not your siblings, not your parents. Search yourself. We're in a war. We're in a battle. When, when we go somewhere like when we up in the pavilion, I don't sit in the crowd. I sit on the edge because I'm looking. I'm looking for the enemy. When I sit back there, I'm looking for the enemy. When I'm up here, I can't see the enemy as good, but I love worshiping the Lord too. But we really need to be watching out for the enemy. Where's these teenagers at? Where are they at? The ones that ain't teens yet, but fixing to be teens? You really need to be watching out. You really be, need to be listening to your parents. They tell you that you should do this, you should do that. They're not doing it out of meanness. They're doing it out of love. They're watching over you. They got some years on you and some wisdom on you. Because they know Satan's trying to send. Callie, they know Satan's trying to send people after you. They know. Just that, that, that call of the wild, that, that setting up your own idols and your own your own worship and your own I don't want to do that I don't, I don't want y'all remember my testimony I'd come here and Brother Tracy preach on country music and I'd go out that door just skint mad I ain't coming back he'd preach on rock and roll and I'd amen him he'd preach on rap and I'd amen him and he'd get hit country and I'd all of a sudden <laughs> Then he'd hit it again down the aisle on one leg with one leg in front of him skipping down through there. 
we'd go and we'd stay away two or three weeks. Something would draw us back. He, a few months later, he'd preach it again. The man of God, just warning you, it's not good. Satan just wants to chew you up and spit you out. He don't, hey, he don't even mind you working for the Lord. He just don't want you to be full time. You can work for the Lord. You can be a Christian. Your name can be on the road. You can be a church member. You can be in good standings. Just don't be full time. We in the end days. The time is now. Get your loved ones ready. I, I would, I would challenge us to let every Sunday be family and friend day. Family and friend day. I remember inviting a bunch of them, and they say, I'm going to be there. Ah, oh, you just tell me. No, I'm going to be there, Tanya. And I'd go to that door because they say, don't you come look for me because I don't want to walk into the church by myself. And I'd go to that door. Getting later and later. No show. And I'd close the door, and as I closed the door like lots wide, I'd look back. Hoping that they was coming. You know what? Still to the day, they ain't come. I still invite them. I still have a desire to see them get in the house of God, to get saved, to get born again, to experience this, what every soul should experience. That's the love of God. That's how he felt about it. He don't want none to die. He died for all. But not all is going to receive it. Just those who repent and believe. That Calvinistic move, that's out of hell. It's a free will offering. Free will. Free will. I don't know why I'm saying this, but let me go and throw this out here. You come, you hear the word of God, the spirit of God goes out, and he draws you. And you sit there and you reject that, that's a sin. That's blasphemy. It's blasphemy. You be careful, my friend, with blasphemy. Because that, that Holy Spirit's not always going to be drawing you. It's not always going to draw you. So you can come here all you want. You can say what you want to say. But you've got to react. When that Holy Ghost draws you, when that Spirit of God draws you, just like these two girls did today, they reacted, they, they responded, they knew that they needed something, they probably didn't even know what they need, they probably still don't know what they needed. But they got it. God will do the rest. God will do the rest in their heart. Why? Because the Holy Ghost comes and gets inside of us. And when we go back out them doors and we do the things we used to do, we get convicted. Get convicted. Full-time help needed. Apply within.